I'm delighted to be joined by Declan Doody. Um, he's a lecturer in radio broadcasting journalism at the Limerick and Clare Further Education College in Munger Street in Limerick City. So Declan Doody, very good morning to you. Thanks so much for having me in. Uh, it's great to be here. Thank you very much. Now, uh, first time in Scarif, is it? Uh, first time here on purpose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First time here on purpose. Was here last year by accident. So, as I mentioned, you are a lecturer in radio broadcasting mm-hmm. journalism at the Limerick and Clare Further Education College. Um, before we get into what the course involves, tell us about your own background, how you got into teaching. Um, oh, I, oh, that's a long, complicated story. I kind of fell into it. I did teaching when I was doing my master's. I was teaching transition year students. Uh, many many years ago and I swore off of it I was like nope can't handle it can't handle 16 17 year olds not going to do it uh, and I ended up going into industry I ended up working in television and film and in radio and um, sometime later uh, there was that this little small little kind of global recession that happened and many of us that just graduated found ourselves uh, on the cusp of things so I moved back to Limerick uh, and I got a position working in the uh, the Mulgrave Street campus working in their media department and I went from doing that to working in administration in the college because I would have a fairly good background in kind of office administration as well and then four years of that a position came up teaching and uh, I went for it and got it. Uh, I'd been teaching part-time in the evenings I was teaching uh, programs in uh, sort of like digital marketing, uh, social media for parents and even kind of communications and stuff like that. So, so you always had an interest in media, so you, 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 would, you would hope to pursue a career in down that line. Yeah, really? yeah. Even, so even when the, like, when the recession hit, my first thing was to start my own company. Uh, I, I started a, a, small, uh, a small website uh, for myself that was a blog originally and ended up at its height having 15 people in it. And as part of that, then we were organizing an annual event uh, every summer. So I guess, yeah, like I, when I found, because I didn't even plan, when I was 17 doing the Living Cert, I wanted to be a psychologist. Uh, not yeah, a, not very different now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just yeah, yeah. I kind of weave in and about everything. But I fell into teaching. I'm in my fifth year of it now, uh, above in the College of Further Education on Mulgrave Street, that our campus there. And uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think I found the thing I wanted to do. Uh, so, which is great, uh, you know, teaching. And not, not everyone can say that either. Mm. Now, yeah. Well, yeah. look, ask me again in five years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Tell us about the Limerick and Clare Further Education College. So, yeah, we're, we're based up on uh, Mulgrave Street campus. Uh, it's one of the kind of the campuses across Limerick and Clare Education Training Board. And uh, up there, you, we have a lot of our media courses are running. So uh, outside of journalism and radio broadcasting, we do film, music, multimedia, photography, uh, and then within those courses, then there are multiple modules kind of across the discipline. So, our, our, for example, the Level 5 uh, Broadcast Journalism course that I, I'm i a part of, I'm a teacher on, it's not just radio. You're doing print journalism, you're doing digital journalism, and you're looking at all politics. aspects. Yeah. 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 So it gives you kind of a really good sort of sense of what and you're And can doing. I just ask, is it more hands-on, more practical-based than theory-based? So I would say it's about 70-30. Like, it's about 70% okay. practical. And it would suit some people too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Majorly. Like, yeah. it's... Uh, for anybody that's kind of... Uh, and it does, like, a lot of times when we're having these kind of conversations, we're, we're talking about people who are, you know, doing the leaving cert at the moment and aren't sure what they want to go with. But for somebody that's, you know, uh, in work or looking to change career, mm. it's a great foundation yeah. into it because yeah. you do end up with the fundamental skills. And the best thing about those skills is they're easily transferable 
yeah. to kind of any other area. So you can, like for myself, my background, I did radio and film and ended up in print and, you know, doing office admin and huge amount of skills that you can kind of, you can pull from. And can I ask, which was your favourite? Which is my favourite? Yeah, in terms of your type of media. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, 100%. And I'm not just saying it because I'm here. I was going to say, actually, that was a big job. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> After radio. Imagine I, said, I, imagine I, said, I hate radio. Like, oh, God, what's that about? <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. So uh, after your love of radio, what would be next? Uh, f- film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Film and particularly documentaries. Oh, that's yeah. very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which, and, and I'm not saying to be kind of pretentious, I love documentaries. Uh, don't get me wrong, I will go to the cinema be and I will watch Be pretentious, that's totally fine. I love documentaries too, yes. But I do, I, uh, just just something, and I, I, I guess documentaries tie into radio so well for me because mm. it is, it's just about telling stories. Yes. And like yeah. that's, that's the, the best thing about uh, radio or film documentaries yeah. is that you have the chance for someone to tell their story. Yeah, for sure. And hold attention. And how do you find in, because I worked in film many, many years ago and I was more in the office side of it. Mm-hmm. So it was the pre, pre-production. pre Yeah. So it was not fun. It was all grant applications and Oh my God, no, that's the best stuff. I, no. Yeah, I was in pre-production as well <laughs> I and wanted I loved to it. Get, <laughs> but I wanted to get into like on the set and just okay. actually see it all. Now, I didn't want the 12 hour days and, you know, that yeah. kind of craziness. But I think in terms of documentary, it's always kind of, it's probably the most important area of film and radio as well as in terms of telling people's lived experience and their stories. Mm. But quite often it's kind of the afterthought because it's not as sexy as the big films and the yeah. TV shows. And Yeah, they don't have, I guess, they don't have that kind of the mass appeal, mm. um, you know, that like, like, let's say like something on Netflix might have, you know, like a new Netflix series or yeah. a big blockbuster movie. But that's what I also think is the best draw about them because... Mm you can find something specifically yeah. that, you know, you are interested in and you, you know, it's it's so fine of a point that you can kind of go, yeah, that's what I, I really want to watch. Yeah. Like I, one of my favorite pieces that I came, I, and I fell across it accidentally. Uh, it's it's just a short documentary. It's 60 minutes long. It's called No Crying at the Dinner Table. Okay. And uh, it's a... I don't want to say because you, you, sometimes when you say it's a student film. People are like, "Oh, God, great, another one." <laughs> uh, no thanks. Uh, but it is. It's um, Sophie Newen. Uh, it's a. It, this kind of thing was her final film for her degree, mm. and it explores intergenerational. Uh, I suppose trauma mm. uh, from a migratory family's perspective. And, okay. Uh, there, so Sophie and her sister are American Vietnamese. Her parents are Vietnamese, and they don't really have a she was saying they don't really have a family relationship where they talk about their feelings mm. so she interviews each member of the family separately okay. and then brings them all together at the dinner table to listen to what each one of them had to say individually and it is just phenomenal yeah oh like yeah. and I, my thing is it, I, I, you, know, you know you often watch something I have a habit of going that would have made an excellent radio documentary mm, as well, you know, because mm, you just yeah. you don't need the visual you're just there to listen to yeah. that story like and that's that's what I think that's the thing that's kind of always kept me floating in radio yeah. uh, a lot, even when I was working in film mm. uh, that was like, I think, I'll, I think I'd like to do a podcast. Or yeah, I think I'd like yeah. to, you know, try something else different in that space because then you get more creative freedom in radio. Yeah. And I think also different parts of your brain are working when you're watching something on television. It's very you're consciously watching it, whereas in radio, you have to use your imagination. There is a different element of how you're picturing yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always remember um, the... Um, comedian Des Bishop and he was talking before about I think he saw Jerry Ryan who was long since passed and you know RTE radio presenter and he said it was when 
they were talking about something. I think you were talking about learning Irish and how mm-hmm. when you see a word in Irish, you go, oh, my God, that's that. Like it, it, you say it completely differently mm-hmm. than what it looks like. And he said, it's kind of like when you see Jerry Ryan and you go, that's Jerry Ryan. That's what he looks like. I'd completely pi- different mm-hmm. picture in my head. But it's with radio. We all have different visions in our head of what actually something is. And very much, I think people pay more attention to the content of a documentary. You're learning a lot more. Yeah, I, the, it's, it's that thing of it. And, you know, it's, it's often how we say, you know, with a book, you have to immerse yourself into it. Yeah. And that's radio as well in yeah. a big, big way. You like one of the first questions I ask every student that I meet you, within the first kind of week is how many of you listen to radio? And most of them will put their hand up and be like, oh, I listen to radio. And I'm like, OK. How many of you are actively listening to the radio that you're choosing to put it on, sit down and engage with 20 minutes, half an hour or 45? And it it can be live. It can be uh, it can be something that's, you know, put up online. It can be a podcast, but actively engaging with that content rather Mm. than just like that with the television. It's on. But you're in, hopefully not in the car watching television. But you kind of zoned <laughs> out. Yeah, you're zoned yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, white yeah. noise almost. Yeah, and that, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, like, like, even last night, now, for example, I was like dying to watch this film. I was like, oh, we'll just throw it on. We'll just throw on this. And it was a Korean kind of action movie. It was like, great, we'll throw that on. I spent like the better part of 45 minutes on my phone on just phone. Like, flicking yeah. through. And, I was, and then my partner turned to me and was like, are you not watching this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I am. Yeah. I th- again, I don't speak Korean, uh, but so I was missing <laughs> half the yes. context yeah, of what yeah, was happening. Yeah. But I just, when I'm listening to radio or I'm listening to a podcast or the same way when I'm reading a book, I'm in it. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the best. And that's what, you know, it's very easy to be passive with television and mm. passive with films. It's not so easy to be passive with radio uh, yeah. or a book. Like, or a I don't book, think anyone yeah. can sit there and go, yeah, I just read it for the sake of it. No one does yeah, that. No you, one does you, that. You, you close it, you put it away, yeah. you put it on your shelf, pretend you read it. And it's also the thing as well is that, like, quite often people come home, say, from work or a busy day. And they plonk down in front of a television as a way to switch off. Mm. But actually, they're probably just wasting time not tuned into something. Whereas if you're actually take that time instead to read a book or be in somebody's company or listen to radio, you actually have a better way of switching off from the stress of your day. Actually engaging with something else than you do probably. Now, I'm not dissing television. I do enjoy it. I don't I don't have one. But (laughs) when I go to my parents, it's literally binge watched, you know. Um, And even at that, quite often, there's so little on Mm. television to actually enjoy yeah it's just the scrolling that you're doing yeah, it's just yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'll turn it on for like 20 minutes channel yeah. surfing really yeah yeah, 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 yeah sure. so moving back to the college thing um, the course explores several aspects um, of radio broadcasting from the newsroom pre- presentation talk show music show uh, developing creative content and considering new markets in the form of podcasting as well as documentary journalism so tell us how you go about teaching all those different yeah. um, aspects. So I, I, so when we move after the level five broadcast journalism course, we offer a level six advanced broadcasting and media production. And that's where I go from teaching three hours of radio to a level five student to you have me for 18 hours uh, in the week. Oh, so wow. okay. it, yeah, yeah. So it's which more is, events. So then. Yes. And yeah. do you have to do the level five first before the level six? Or Generally speaking, we would be looking for uh, we would be looking for you to have done either work experience in the field of radio yeah. or have uh, some other qualification behind you only because there's there's a, a big step up from level five to level six in that it's no longer hey look let's just sit down and look at this to okay here it is you now listen to it and you come back to me with your critical opinions but can i ask i mean if someone is is well able for the level five and you think that they're too good 
can you automatically jump them up to level six? Are you talking about yourself? <laughs> no, 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 no. So that, that's often a conversation we would have with. Uh, so like if if a student is looking, uh, you know, at the course and is like, oh, uh, look, this is very, yeah. this is very simple. I'm, I'm not getting challenged out of it. Then it's a conversation the student has with yes, the course coordinator. Yeah. And yeah, then they yeah. come to me and they have a chat with yeah. me. Um, the, the, the difference between the two is the level six, it is radio, 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 radio constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the level five, you're still sampling, you know, journalism in terms, in forms of print and for blogging and, and so on and so forth. So with the level six, like, we might do two hours of, like, for example, my Monday with the level six students, it's two hours of news presentation from nine to 11. So okay. we're talking about how to research, write and present uh, in a news environment. And that's broadcasting, you know, headlines and bulletins around the clock. So mm-hmm. how we how we manage that and what's expected of you and the different roles within it. But also then you start to look at the ethical issues of news reporting. So it's not just that, oh, we want you to be able to, you know, go up, read a press release, turn that into a 90-word headline. It's what are the fundamental issues with being a news reporter? Like what And also when you're gathering information as well, you need to distinguish between what's actually factual and what's mm. not factual. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. that's a key skill in itself too. Yeah, like, and that's actually yeah. becoming harder and harder. Like a lot, of, a lot of what we are engaging with, you know, through newspapers uh, and online, it's all opinion based. Yes. A lot, a lot. Yes. There's a lot less, would say, factual reporting as much. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and you can see kind of why we're going in that direction. But at the same time, it's not the news. It's, your opinion is not the news. Mm. Like everybody mm. has one of those. So we have uh, a, a kind of a fairly full day. But the, the beauty of it is, they're so interlinked. All the modules that I teach on. So when we're in news and we're talking about how you present, well, that's going to feed into the class I give yes. on broadcast presentation skills or how you would you not change your voice to sound different, but how you would use your voice in the newsroom versus how you would use it. So what they were taught two months ago, they'll still be able to remember pull back, yeah. and pull back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah very good. Um, so tell us about the radio station in the college. So the iMix has two studios. You have Studio 2 and Studio 1 and a production office um, out the front. So the Level 5 and Level 6 students use that production office as their space to run the station over the course of the the year. The Level 6 students are responsible for the station as a whole. So in terms of our clock, the programming, the even the music, uh, which is why every year the station sounds so different. Um, we went through a heavy metal and hip hop phase there for one year <laughs> that I will try and blot out. <laughs> um, but it is because our, our kind of our, our, our tagline or our slogan for the station is that, you know, it's radio for students by students. So there's no point of me coming in going, well, let's just listen to a load of K-pop and 80s tunes because um, I mean, I it's not my station. God, you're showing your age there. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have an appreciation for the ages and all that stuff. Um, but no, it is. You know, I suppose whatever everyone likes. I suppose. Yeah, and we because like we have we and it's such a diverse group of students uh, or learners coming in every year that you know we have mature learners coming back that have you know done a course and are, are, are working in community radio and want to up their skills or you know, want to get a, a sense of how they might take themselves in a different direction and, and are coming in because they see radio documentary and they really want to learn how to make a radio mm. documentary. And can I just ask yeah. as well, with, with the college radio station, um, first of all, how, how, how many days would you be do, uh, would the students be allowed to work on the radio station per week? Uh, 
All five. All five. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not allowed. It's more mandatory. Mandatory. <laughs> mandatory. Yeah. It's pleased work on the radio station. Yeah. But no, yeah. Yeah. we so we uh, the way we operate is usually on the Wednesday. It's a day where I link it straight to work experience. So on the Wednesday, I will be acting as your producer for breakfast show, afternoon show and then a talk show. So you have me overseeing the program. Uh, that every presenter, every researcher and contributor is responsible to me. Outside of that schedule, then, every learner is responsible for having their own music show, so one hour of a live music show presentation themselves that they get to curate, so they can decide, mm-hmm. you know, I only want to play um, country music for an hour. So I don't think myself and Derek could ever actually co-host a <laughs> music. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it would be very different. Well, that, my, know, my favourite thing is, a lot of the time, uh, usually kind of in November, when we, cause we start with, you know, a lot of practice stuff so yeah. the students aren't going live yeah, straight yeah. away yeah yeah of course, um, of course, of course but in November then it's yeah. November's when the kind of the okay we're live now yeah. um, and a lot of the learners are like can I co-present because I don't think I'm comfortable and then we're back in January and it's like yeah no I don't want to co-present at all I want my own <laughs> show <laughs> No, okay. it's great for it's great for students to actually know that actually I don't like that so now they yeah. can move away from that yeah. and they might try something that's different yeah and yeah. That, and that's you know, that to me is always the success of course side yeah. of it that yeah. like they've gone from that and can I ask in terms of age range so is it predominantly school leavers that are going into the course uh, so every year that I've been teaching there I've had mature learners um, okay. so I've I think uh, the oldest I've had and if Joe was listening he'll probably murder me mm. um, Joe was retired like Joe was yeah. probably in his late 60s okay. um, and we ha- again like that we do have and I there's some, the majority of our learners that are coming into the level 6 have done the level 5 with me and Christina Bennett the course coordinator and are coming back to, to do the level six, because yeah. um, we did have so about two months ago. So Saturday Chronicles is co-hosted every week by a different pairing. So there's about five or six uh, pairings, and so there was another pairing, uh, Tom Hanley and Patricia and more, and they did a focus on mature students and like kind of learning at a later age. And that was one of the things was that. Like I went to college as a mature student and then I went much later mm. um, I'm now showing my age. But it, it's that element of it's such a rich experience when you're older because you're doing it because you want to, not because you feel you have to, to get a job. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because I've I've been thinking lately about maybe possibly going back again mm. to do uh, to do another master's or something like that because I. Um, I don't think I fully... Now, I appreciated my five years in college. I had a great time. Um, but I probably could have pushed myself academically yeah. a bit more and I could have been more invested in what I was doing. But it was that thing of 17 and our, you know, the principal was like, okay, you have to fill in your CEO form and you have to do this, this, this. And I'm like, okay. And there was no mention of further education. There was no mention yeah. of, you know, you can do level five and level six to see if that's what you want to do. And that actually tends to be... Um, Neglected. It's always the straight into you have to do it. I was just going to say, is yeah. there a stigma towards the PLC courses? Um, I, I guess there is. It's look. It, I think it's it's, a, it's an Irish thing. Like mm. it's an it's an it's a very yeah. like, you have to get a degree. Yeah, mm. yeah. But I don't want a degree. There's no yeah. need for it either. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, yeah. I want to do an apprenticeship, and I've um, a very good friend of mine who, uh, I mean, like we met in university, we met in college, um, and we were both doing. I was a year ahead of her in, I did arts, I did English and sociology and uh, she was doing English and geography Um, but she hated it, she absolutely hated it but her father would have been a principal at the time and was very much you're going to college, you're going to to do Mm. this, 
she hated every minute that she had yeah. to go to Glasgow. It just wasn't for her. She left. She did a, um, a, like again, it was a PLC course in sort of fine dining in terms of like, you know, serving. Hospitality and all. Hospitality yeah, yeah. and absolutely loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Took it, went to New Zealand, spent the next three years living and working in New Zealand um, and really fell in love with it ended up kind of moving more into the kind of, let's say, the hospitality management. Yeah. Got a load of experience and is now back and is now, you know, working in a, uh, a kind of hospitality training centre. Okay, yeah. right, right, a, yeah, yeah. But, but I think that's the thing is that it, there is that pressure you have to go. Like, so when I was finishing school was 93 and at that stage... It I was seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche, touche, you got your own back over there. Um, so I am true a child of the 80s. I remember the music in the 80s. Um, but I think the thing as well is that at that stage, there wasn't as much of a push yeah. to go. Mm. It was more about a maybe do like a secretarial course, maybe go and do a learn a trade, go yeah. and do yeah. vocational work. But I did that because the thought of going into college straight after school just horrified me. I was like, mm. oh, God, no, I just wanted to get out and earn. But it was then when I was about 24 that I realised, actually, I don't want to keep doing the administrative work. I want to get out. So I need to now have a degree and did it just for the sake of it. But I think level five and level six is such a rich opportunity to get a sense of all different things that you can go, well, actually, I'm kind of drawn to that subject or I'm drawn to this and go into it and get the actual work experience as well. That's, I, I think that's, if I mean, I, I always kind of say that if I had my time over, I probably would do a level five mm. again, just to see, you know, yeah. is this what I really wanted to do? Because like I said, I did English and sociology as a degree. And from there, I ended up doing a postgraduate diploma in communications because one of my modules in sociology was around pop culture and media and engaging audiences. And I was like, that's really interesting. Yeah. I might go down that route. Also, I didn't want to leave college. Um, <laughs> so I went and I did my postgrad diploma in uh, applied communications, really fell in love with it. Mm. And again, it was radio, television and film. And I was like, OK, I, I want to do more of this. Mm. So I did a master's in it. Yeah. So I was like, OK, this is. But had I maybe done a level five in journalism mm. or something when I was 17, I maybe wouldn't have had to spend, you know, three thousand euro a year yeah, on yeah. a degree course that Trying I didn't find really it. want to now don't get me wrong I absolutely love and I teach English literature uh, oh, nice. in the in the on the campus as well uh, on Mulgrave Street and I love it like yeah. it's it's one of my favourite because I, I read quite a bit yes. um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's so much fun to teach and get out there but I think that is the benefit of those level five and level mm. six courses is that and if you do find the level five you're like yes I like this is there a level six that you get to kind of develop yes. those skills mm. into that's mm. the that's the crucial for sure um, so that's where it really kind of works. Um, do you find that students in your course find it fulfilling and really enjoy the course? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I've been, I've been really, really privileged uh, in my five years as a as a teacher uh, to have worked with some amazing people. Like, uh, honestly, and I, I was having a conversation just before the Easter break with. Uh, level five students about potentially doing a level six because I'm course coordinator for the level six uh, advanced media and radio production course and the advanced film and television course and I was talking to film and level uh, film and television level five students about it and um, the highlight for me is getting to work with people in this field because yeah. I think it is such a people oriented space uh, and being able to draw on their creativity gives me such a drive myself so, like, so rewarding it, yes exactly. they're, they're, and it's like, I, I it's not the thing of I, and I always say to my to my learners that look 
if you if you if you get eight distinctions, I'm going to be delighted for you. If you get eight passes, I'm going to be delighted for you. It's not you passing or failing has no onus on on me. If you leave here having learned something, having gained some confidence, you feel happy in yourself too yeah. that you did a great job. Yeah, as well. and like we're yeah. like the last, the, like over the last five years, uh, and even uh, we found out just just a week gone that uh, one of my level six learners, um, Alexandra has been nominated for Best Radio Documentary wow. oh. um, in the National Media Awards. Wow. Uh, so, that's and that's yeah, yeah. that's our third year running that, yeah, we, uh, yeah. that we've had. Now, fingers crossed we win this year. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, but such, it's a recognition. Yeah, and huge. I, but I mean, Alex, uh, Alex had never done, Alex didn't, Alex did a level five in business administration. Yeah. And really, uh, again, from being in the college over two years, because they did a level five and they did level six in business, but was passing the radio station every day. Yeah. And I think kind of, you know, that curiousness of like, oh, what is that? What's happening there? What's going on? And uh, applied for our level six, having never done the level five. And we had that conversation of, look, within a couple of weeks, if you're finding it a bit heavy, we might consider going back to do the level five instead and then building up towards the level six mm-hmm. and just talk to it like a duck to water. Um, so come here before we let you go, yeah. uh, Declan. Uh, for people that are listening that might want to do this course, how can they go about applying for it? Yeah. So if you, I mean, one of the best portals I can send you to is the the, the campus's website. So if you go to www.lcfe.ie, mm-hmm. um, there's all the information that you'll find on all of our courses. So outside of media, you know, there's there's art, there's childcare, there's healthcare, there's business and IT. There's loads uh, across level five and level six uh, programs. Um, that's the best spot to find out all the information. Yes. And then there is an apply button that will bring you to fetch courses. And that's where you'll make your application. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to be doing, there'll be two rounds of uh, we uh, briefing sessions is what we're calling them. We're not called, we don't call them interviews anymore because they're not an interview. It's, we want, we want to come in. We want Just to, to know who the person is yeah. and, and make general sure the right yes, course. Yes, yes, yeah. Over the course of that interview, if you say, if you keep talking about, you know, I'm really into like, you know, business and I really have a business mind. Well, you've applied for, for radio, television yeah. or radio. Yeah. Maybe very different. Do you want to go meet the business teacher and have a chat with one of the business teachers? Yeah, yeah, and, course, yeah. and we can set that up, yeah. which is great. But it is. It's they'll be they'll be taking place towards the end of May, end of and May. The, a second round then in August as well. So and, w- and when will they know that they get the the course? Okay, unofficially, we kind of tell you there and then. Uh, okay. But you'll usually usually within two or three days of popping in after that, oh, you'll very get, good, you, you very get a letter good. from yeah. the college. And then they start in September. Is it? They start then. And is it just daytime or are there evening options? There are evening programs as well, but they generally tend to be standalone programs. Okay. And yes. now they run twice in the year, so they'll run from September to December, and then again from January to April. I get you. Yeah. Okay. But they are usually kind of single standalone modules that yeah. you'd often see advertised. Uh, now they could be part of. A major award, but mm. they're usually done, and they're done kind of two and a half, two to two and a half hours, yeah, okay. one night a week, okay, um, in that kind of remit. So, Declan uh, Doody, lecturer in radio broadcasting journalism at the LCFE College, in Limerick. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. And for all budding um, presenters and volunteers to join Scarif Bay Community Radio, yes. we would recommend you check that out and come like to as well. come to us yeah. for the work experience. No pressure. <laughs> Thank you, Declan. Not at all. Thanks for having me.